0: Podcast with Heather Snyder. I'm driving home from Bear Lake with my family <laughs> and thought it would be fun to do a family special podcast. I specifically wanted to get my husband, <laughs> and uh, hopefully, he'll support me in this, even though he may not be too thrilled about it. So, wait. <laughs> your brothers and sisters, in laws, cousins, and tiring. One of the things I wanted to talk about are our families, since we kind of have a unique family situation, immediate family, the way I grew up and the way you grew up, and how we handle different situations, and I kind of wanted, I want to talk about uh, siblings, because we're both the second oldest in the family, and when we got married, we were the first ones in each family to get married, and it was hard, right? you remember those first five years actually it's because of you i always credit you that made me who i am today because i totally could have gone down a whole other path i could have been a completely different not a very good person you know i mean right um when we got married I didn't know how to budget. I didn't know basically anything. My parents, while helping me out, uh, they paid for my car, they paid for my gas, they paid for my uh, insurance. I was working, but then when I got married, it was like, okay, go be an adult. Go into the world and be an adult. And I'll never forget the look on your face when we were in our first apartment, and you were telling us, you know, setting up a budget, how your paychecks are going to pay for that's what? It's oh, did you wash it? it? Oh, he, oh. he just washed a chip. Well, I mean, that it did. It he he did run in front of us. Right. Oh, that's not a good thing. You were going to pay utility rent or something with yours and I was supposed to pay rent with my paycheck and I remember looking at you in horror going no that's why you work. I'm going to go play with my paycheck and the light dawned on you like oh no so right he, yeah crack the rip. you had to you showed incredible patience trying to get me to understand that <laughs> we're adults we're married we don't do that and I had never had to do that. But you would pay for your own car you were paying for your car. you were paying for your computer uh, and everything you were pretty much self-sufficient and yet yeah, you had to teach me how to be self-sufficient remember yeah, yeah that was fun uh-huh yeah but we finally no, we there. No. yeah you weren't there <laughs> we finally worked it out and it took Years. It wasn't something that was easy. I mean, there was one point when Jade wasn't even a year old where, if it wasn't for counseling, we would have probably ended up divorced because it got so bad, right? So, thinking of those years, those first years, what advice would you give, you know, uh, let's say Jade when she gets married, (laughs) married, married? uh-huh. i'm just gonna put crack the whip on repeat here all right that's all you need yep yeah, that's it i know i told um chase make sure you talk about finances you know that you're both on the same page because we didn't do that we had to figure it out once we were married and that was awful <laughs> I'm not sure. no you're not
1: yeah.
0: you talk all the time just pretend it's not there now What would you like your kids to know going into marriage? I need advice. No. (laughs) From your own personal experience?
1: That's why they uh, have to pay for their own bills right now.
0: Yeah, and that's so important. I I know it sounds nice to have somebody pay, you know, basically pay your way, but when all of a sudden you have to do it and you don't know how. Puts well, a big strain on the relationship,
1: oh. right? Yep. Yeah. And family always hang out about you get I mean, not, not financially, but people are there to
0: help you get talk to Mhm. Right. And I remember, I always, if I didn't have money, I'd always go to my dad and try to get money. And you were like, uh, no, we can't afford it. We're not going to do it. And I had a hard time with that. And because I, that's what I've done until you know, we, I got married at twenty. You were nineteen. And you were so put together, so much better than I was. And I remember telling you that's how I want our children to be. Okay. I feel like no. I feel like you were a spoiled brat. <laughs> well, thanks, huh? <laughs> well, no, because I understand you were working hard. It's just the first thing you like, oh, I'm a spoiled brat. <laughs> I was a spoiled brat. Thanks, babe. That's <laughs> just what you want your kids to say. Right, thank you. Let me over <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took a lot for granted, that's for sure. And then I was stubborn. Dad was stubborn. Is that for women or not? For women? Uh, yeah, no. I, I don't ever remember saying I'm a woman. I'm nice. yeah. Thank you, Chase, for your input. <laughs> but not only that, um, the, you know, doing service for each other. Your dad-in-law and still making sure your grandparents are taken care of. And you'd go over there, you know, either Grandma Davenport or Grandma Snyder, and you made sure your grandparents were taken care of, you know, you washed the walls. And how long did you stay at your, gran- your Grandma Snyder's?
1: So it was
0: usually about a month And what did you do for? I, I remember washing. You would wash the walls and- Wash walls, ceiling,
1: just uh, help you spring cleaning, garden work.
0: Grandma has, is Grandma Snyder the one that had a lot of, uh, like, yard, garden, a big garden? Both, both of them have, both of them have a good garden, so. uh, you, you didn't stay at Grandma Davenport's, did you? Not like Grandma Snyder? No. I
1: well, we went over to Grandma Davenport's all the time to be with the family.
0: I remember, well, I can name, canning, you guys did canning as a a couple of times we did that, we had Jade, and we'd go get corn, and we'd go pick some corn and some tomatoes, and there were little bites taken out of the tomatoes and corn, because Jade had to taste them all. She wouldn't pick them, but she'd take little bites out of each one. I was <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but that was a big family event, I mean, the brothers and sisters and everybody were there. Right, just know like, you know, don't, you know that's a really oh no we do? We do. <laughs> but you know I I actually learned also your you have an amazing work ethic. You wanna kind of go over your work ethic? What we try to teach our kids? Well, I don't know. Just work hard, get the job done, don't stop the Well and I was taught give a hundred percent
1: but your philosophy is a little bit different. Yeah. Well, it's just the key work. To some people it's different so it's work hard, job's different. So just, like, make sure that if you're actually working for somebody you, you, uh, you always make sure that your boss and boss is happy, so as long as you make sure your boss and your boss's boss is happy, then you're doing a good job, so but, uh, but always, if you're done with something, look for something else to do. Always stay busy. Always keep working. Yep.
0: And what's your philosophy on calling in sick?
1: Only uh, well, if you can't. Get, you know, it's, you go to work sick unless you uh, absolutely can't. Go to work. So. Right. Much, you know, you've got to be really sick to call in sick. Just not right.
0: And then have, do you call in multiple
1: days? Always. Try not to unless you have to. Like if you get like something that, like stay home until the men's kick in just enough to uh, say you're not contagious and can start going back to work. Whether you're however uh, you're yeah. on or not. I mean depends uh-huh. some some jobs are more demanding than others. So there's some jobs that you might have to take a day off from work just so that you can actually be able to do that job. So there is there's that, but it is, you work your best, You, you know, whether you're not hundred percent or not, you
0: still need to work, so. Right. It wasn't something that you so much as told me, but showed me that you know, doing 100% and doing what's expected, while well, okay, but if you want to impress and if you want to progress in the company chain, so to speak, go up the ladder, you need to do more than what's expected. You know, just watching you, you put in overtime whether or not you're getting paid for it because you know it's needed and you know that that's what you do to get the job done. Uh, Oh, Sudden stop. A little bit about my family background. When we would get together as a family, you know, we had talked about with your mom and dad would split up, girls went one, when you guys went another. Watched a game. There weren't really any games or any parties, but. You know, I I didn't know anything different until I was with your family. Come to find out there was quite a bit of drama in my family. And every time you wanted to say something, because my family, um, I grew up, don't cause waves. Don't say anything. Don't cause waves. You know, keep everybody happy. And that really wasn't Working. And your family is really close, the but they all speak their mind, so to speak. You know, I, I don't think they're afraid to say something. Right? Uh, <laughs> well, my family doesn't, we don't talk about the altar in the room. We keep trying to cover it up. You know, I, I didn't know anything different. I always tell people it's because of you that I am who I am. I was able to, without getting into icky detail, to see the drama and to see that what was happening really wasn't beneficial and healthy. And I remember when I had made the painful decision that I needed to take a little bit of a break from my family, and you had said, that you were happy to know how much longer you could go without saying something. Whatever. Yeah. Because you were getting upset on my behalf. I, I couldn't see what was going on. And you could. And yet whenever you tried to tell me, do you remember how angry I got whenever you tried to tell me? It wasn't until um, we moved out to Zola that, and I was away from a lot of it that I realized that my feelings, my anxiety and everything decreased and I wasn't in the middle of it that I could actually see what was going on. And, you know, it's, I don't know, I can't explain why my family, I don't know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, you no. my family, not you kids, uh, I don't remember making this a podcast with children. I been no, uh, just doing a podcast while driving home. But it looks like I failed in my attempts to not prejudice my children, <laughs> because I never—it was never my intention to not have my children not have a relationship with their grandparents. Because I never said that my children did not see. My parents. I, 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 don't, I don't like you, I like um, <laughs> because I know that Nana and Papa love you guys dearly. Uh, I don't think they know exactly how to express it. Um, I know Nana is very uncomfortable, but you know if they had reached out to Dad or somebody and wanted to see you. Can- we would have made it happen. You know, I don't have to be there for them to have a relationship with you. And I know that it hurts Nana. But I had to do what was healthy for me, for your dad, for you kids. I had to get out of um a very toxic situation but that doesn't mean that my grand you know you as grandkids would have the same experience and the same uh, problems that i had experienced i mean i think what was happening was happening for a very long time before you kids were ever born before dad and i even got together just me being more comfortable with myself i think you think. but I mean, it started out really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we were dating and everything, they really liked you and, and everything. Just when I started standing up, yeah, standing up for myself and not going along with everything uh, when things got a little bit more hairy and you know demanding. I guess Dad and I started living that all grandchildren, no regardless of relationship, or what kind of relationship I guess they were having with their parents, should be invited to an all-family party. I mean, you can't call it a family party if you refuse to invite half the grandkids. Right. And I think that's when most of our family drama on my side started because we put our foot down and said, unless you invite all children, all grandkids, regardless of whether or not they come, I mean, they're free to say no, but it's divided one them the not all,
1: not all because of the relationship they have, but the fact is that reaching out and giving you know, they are part of the family, you reach out, you may not agree with the choices they make or they're making with their life, but you set down the rules at your house of here's what I expect at my house. You can't drink, smoke, or whatever. If that's what your choices are, or if there's other things they're doing you don't want them to do, you put those rules down, but say they're more than happy. you're more than welcome to come over and visit or come to the party, but you invite them all the same. You don't, you don't exclude them at all. And that was, that was the issue I had. And I wasn't going to teach my kids that it was okay to exclude family. And that's that's where we put our foot down. We decided it was not okay to exclude fam- family because of what they were doing with their lives at the time. And, and uh, that's, it's not all right.
0: Right. You love, I remember when I reached out um, to the kids because we, you know, they'd been kind of up to the side more or less and they're like well I don't go to church or I drink or I smoke and I'm like okay you can do that um, it's your life your life choices and I even say that to our kids it's your life these are your life choices I don't have to agree with them I don't even have to like them but it's not my life you're living it's your life your life choices your job to live your life it's my job to love you regardless you know we can chime in and
1: let them know that we don't agree that, oh for know, sure and tell them tell them that but that doesn't change the fact that we care for them, them and love them around so so it's just that uncertain things we may not want that around at we at our house so you know or so it's but it doesn't mean you don't invite them. It's just you set down the rules. As long as you've got the rules, then, you know, they obey the rules when they come over. Then it's all good. It's just, just excluding them because you don't even want to have to have to confront that issue or whatever. Then that's, you know, or confront them or whatever. It's just not right. It's it's family. It's family. You're having a family party for all family members but you invite all family members if you're having a get together in any way that's supposed to be family you invite all family no matter what so uh, we've been excluded from some family events on your on your side because at the time somebody wasn't happy with with us for one reason or another and so we got excluded so again it's you know everybody else showed up except for us because we weren't invited so we
0: had no idea
1: and that's you know a year later they're like you know i mean like just like sunday lunch dinners it was sunday dinners were a thing uh, every fast sunday it was uh dinner at first very first sunday of every month was always dinner at his parents but for a year they were doing it without telling us finally somebody mentioned it we we're like well we didn't know about it. And they're like, oh, well, you know, sure, we did. We, we told you about it. And it's like, no, nobody ever told us about it. And it's Like, you know, you'd think that we didn't show up once or twice. You'd actually check in. But, yeah, nobody ever invited us. So it was like, you know, and so when they did finally say, well, we're doing it. And, you know, but well, we've been doing it for a year without you. We really would like you there. It's like, um, no, you wouldn't because you've already done it for a year without us. So without inviting us. So it's yeah, like.
0: Yeah, we didn't feel very uh, welcome.
1: Yeah, no. So at that point, it's kind of like, you know, it's it's one of those things that you know if, if you're going to do something and you're going to consider family, you make sure you let the whole family know that hey, we're doing this. It's a family thing. We want everybody there. If you can't make it, great. That's fine. You know, but we would love to have you there. It's that that's the difference. The difference is is making sure that the whole family knows and you invite the whole family. You don't exclude. And we've been on the excluded end. And and uh, we weren't going to allow our kids to learn that it was okay to exclude people. That's wrong. Because it is definitely wrong to exclude anybody, um, especially family. I mean, you just if you're going to do something for the family, you include everybody, whether you agree with what they're doing with their life or not. You include them and offer them the same respect as you do the rest of the kids and the rest of the family. So it's it's what you do for the ones that you love and that are family.
0: Right, and your family. You have Robbie, who is kind of the, you know, what, the black sheep, or he,
1: is, he does what his, his life does. choices are just different than everybody else in the family's life choices. It's, right, it's it's, it's, nothing, it, it, it's it's nothing. It's nothing
0: bad. He he just does things different. He likes to smoke. He likes to drink coffee. He likes to do. He he loves to be a hermit.
1: It's nothing. I mean, it it just depends on people's views. Some people's views, it's it's nothing. Other people's views, it's not good. It's 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 others' views. That's the thing is, you got to get over others' views. While his lifestyle may not be somebody else's lifestyle, it doesn't. Be but your mother family. has
0: always invited him regardless yeah. of whether or not he shows up it's, and she'll get irritated sometimes with family events that are important that he decides not to come to for whatever reason she's never stopped loving him and she's never stopped inviting him and Cassie and the two kids yeah that's
1: what you do families always invite family they're always family whether you're they're your own kids, or whether you adopted them, or whether your grandkid, your your kids adopted them. It doesn't matter. Family's family. You you, you take care of family, and you invite family, and, and you, know, uh, you take care of and do things with the family. That, you know, that's just the way it is. You, just, you, you don't just because they don't live your lifestyle doesn't mean that it's wrong. Just because just because you might see it as wrong. Doesn't mean it is. It's, it's, it's their choices in life to choose how they want to live. Right. Everybody has different beliefs. It's just because they don't believe the same way as you doesn't mean that it's wrong. It's exactly. it's, it's, it's just different from yours, and, and that's you can't you can't say that that's wrong. You can't you can't you can tell them that hey my belief is X. Don't do what you're doing around us. But you know. It, but and and they need to respect that. I mean, just like I'm more than happy to respect them, the way they want to live. You know, I'm not going you know, to force them to live my way. That's wrong. It's it's you live the way that it's your choices. You live the way that you want. And granted, there are definitely wrong ways to live. But, but you know, but that's you, you'll love your family no matter what. You need to be there for them, support them. And, you know, and, you know that doesn't mean financially support. You're there for them, um, and, and you give them your ear. You give them advice. You
0: you accept you, them you, know, no
1: matter you what
0: they're doing in their life.
1: Accept them for who they are. And, right, you know, and, and that's 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 the thing. There there are family though, however that then they, they have gone too far, and you've got to step away from them, and, and that does happen. I mean, but and that's the, that's where Heather, the, it they were wanting to completely control Heather, and, and you know, and and there was more to it than that. But it was just that it would bring it up and say, "Hey, this is the way that needs to, something needs to happen. This is the way that you need to treat her. This is the way that if you want her in your life." And they kept doing the same thing over and over and over again, and wouldn't change. And we just
0: trying to make it sound
1: like I was it wrong. was it was a poisonous atmosphere that brought everybody down and that's not something that you need to be part of and that's our choice of not participating with that family they can invite us they can still invite us to everything because if they feel that they love us and they want us around they can still invite us as part of the family doesn't mean we have to go because we feel that that environment isn't poisonous to our our lives and but you know, and, and, you know, same could be for our kids. Our kids, if they felt that we were being poisonous for whatever reason in their lives, you know, and they told us they don't want anything to do with us, we'd still be pushing and sending them emails and just saying, hey, you know, we know you don't want to do anything with us right now, but you know what, just in case, we still love you, and we're doing this as a family if you'd like to come, you know, and, and that's something we would still continue to do, and, Granted, you know, if we got that from Heather's family, it's, it probably still wouldn't go because it's just not an environment at this time that we're willing to deal with and, anymore. And, and we've given um, Heather's family um, ways to have to work, have a relationship, and work on the relationship to the point where we can make it so that our relationship is one that we can make it work, but. It's a it's a part that her family doesn't want to have to get involved in. It. They don't want to have to do that because they don't want to change, and they feel that they they, they feel that Heather's on in the wrong, and that's perfectly fine. It just means that we're right. both at a mutual agreement that neither one of us we is agree willing
0: to, to disagree. Yeah,
1: we agree <laughs> to disagree, and neither one of us are willing to change at this point in time, and so it's it's a matter of whether who's right and who's wrong, you know, it, it's both of us it as we're both right. So it's, it, it's, but still, at least the fact is that in my point of view, they should still be inviting us. They should still be trying to, Hey, we want to still be part of your life. We still want to, you know, have you guys around, but we don't even get that. It's, it's basically, all right, you don't want us. Well, we're not even going to talk to you. We're not going to do anything. And, and And then that just proves to us that that's that, that, that point that it's.
0: And I think that's a lot to do with my mom being uncomfortable and hurt. I know she's hurt, which is why one of my conditions to having a relationship, I'm not against a relationship, but we need to talk with a therapist because we've already proven after two years of trying to work on it, it keeps going back, blame, 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 blame. It goes in circles nothing gets solved so i want things to get solved and if we were to work on a relationship it needed to be with a therapist somebody a qualified trained professional that would go oh we're not going to be playing that game you know this isn't um you know he said she said and you did this and you did that and you know just because we don't talk i think there's all of that festering um, resentment. You know? And so, you're right. But I've never, of course, you know, I know people think that I don't love my parents. Of course I do. I grew up with them. And I had um, what I know as a good childhood. And you know, not to be able to see my nieces and nephews because of, yes, it's my decision. It's so no painful one. You know, it's not easy, but I think for me, I had to pull out to be a self-assured, confident, independent, and know there's nothing wrong with me, that I am enough. You know, that was really important. That to know that I, who I am, what I am, what I do is enough. You know, regardless of the decisions I make in my life, I still wanted to be loved and approved and told that, you know what? Hey, I wouldn't do it, but you go, girl. That's not for me. And I would never agree to it. But hey, I'm not, you know, kind of like your parents well, you know, they're like, I don't know if I would do that. but Okay, you know, they accepted all of our decisions. And even if they haven't agreed with them, and I think when you get married and have kids, and you know, our niece just got married, and being able to You know, we're adding another person with a whole other set of um, relationship stuff from his family that, you know, so I think when you do that, you've got to be willing to change. When you're adding people into the family, you've got to change because it's affecting the entire family. Okay, enough serious stuff. Now it's on to fun and games. So, you can't answer these. Sorry. These are 20 questions that we should know about each other. Okay? So, I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to see if you know the answer that I would pick. If you could meet anyone in the world, alive or dead, who would it be? Who would I want to meet? One yeah, anybody in the world. Abraham Lincoln. That's good, neither do I. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know if there is anybody. Okay. What does friendship look, like what friendship look like to me? What does Friendship look like to me.
1: Non-judging friends that will do anything for you and be there for you, and to be okay. the, and you'll be there for them.
0: Yes, sir. You are correct. Um, oh, how does friendship look like? Yeah, huh? mom. Ain't no one even laugh with. Shush. Um, this is my podcast. I know. I know. I know what number one is. What us children and your family? We're not dead yet. Yeah. We're, we're alive, alive. are and alive. Dead. Live We're dead. dead. Um, <laughs> what is the trait? Okay. I value most. Miami. Great, my children don't know what trait means. You know what trait means? Your personality. I think for you, Wade, you value honesty most, right? I mean, I could be wrong. I'm having a very hard time thinking of what trait I like. (laughs) Basically, honesty.
1: I'd just say, I don't know if it's what, trait.
0: Well, just say it. What do you think? Uh, okay, good to know that you know me. What do you consider your, uh, oh dear heavens. What do you consider my greatest weakness to be?
1: No, it's, um.
0: No? It's,
1: it's um, organization when it comes to your time and with everything, you're too busy trying to get everything going, too busy trying to get, make sure you have everything and do everything, that you spend more time worrying about it and trying to think about getting it done than you actually do getting it done. So it's just that organization of getting things done. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yep, point to you. Um, Let's see, if I were to do it, your greatest weakness, your unbendable attitude. (laughs) So what do you consider your greatest weakness to be? You don't know, never thought of it, so I was right. Okay. How do you think others perceive me when they first meet me, Girl Scout? I live
1: bubbly, yeah, I mean, happy,
0: I like to think positive. Uh, with you shy and quiet? I No, that's nowadays, yeah
1: for people who know
0: you. Uh, What does my perfect day look like?
1: Where everything falls in perfectly and you're able to get everything done.
0: There you go. Actually, this was pretty much a perfect, regardless of what we do. Let's see, a perfect day for you. I, do you even have a perfect day? I know, but have you thought about if you could do anything in a perfect, you know, whatever you wanted to do Okay, moving on. Oh,
1: cool. yeah, I'd just like, you know, go sea fishing. I'd love to get back out there and do that again. Oh,
0: I'd like you to well, be That's not necessarily
1: a perfect day, but I mean, if I was out there with my family, then it would be more perfect.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome.
1: But sea fishing would be amazing.
0: What is my favorite thing to do? Talk. <laughs> you didn't need much thinking on that one <laughs> i would say yours is gaming
1: no i i can't find i now it depends on the gaming games with family yes down playing games i i do play computer games but i do it because i have nothing else to do or i don't have the energy to do this other stuff Or six or whatever, but sit down and play games with family and enjoying the time spent together, that's, yeah, I love that.
0: Okay, perfect. What is something you would really like to get better at? I guess that'd be what is something I would really like to get better at? What would you like to get better at?
1: Yeah, something I'd really like to get better at. I think you'd like to get better at being able to comes back down to your weakness being being able to organize and do everything properly to the point where you can feel like you got everything done in the day because that would make your whole day better i mean seriously to make it make your life better because you would feel like you're actually accomplishing everything that you want so i think that that would be that would be it
0: we're going to a deserted island what three things people do I can take three things or three people. Three things or three people? Yeah. On a desert, on a, it says desert island, but maybe it's deserted. It takes stuff to survive
1: or take people to enjoy? I don't know. What is it? It just says you're
0: going to a desert island, what three things slash people do? I take you so you could do, show us how to survive.
1: Desert island, not a deserted island. Either way, it's I, don't know. I just look at it as more of a, the people you'd like to be with. you. Know? So yeah, definitely take me, and just take your closest friend, which at this point in time I'd say would be Polly and her husband, Jared, so that would round it out. So they can be out on a deserted
0: island with us?
1: I think it's more of a, you know, kind of like the way I see it, it's not like deserted island as far as you know, like if you flew over to an island or rode a boat over to an island, it's deserted, you're just there to enjoy it. That's the way I
0: not at. like stranded.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, I read. That. I
0: was thinking stranded you're thinking, Oh, a day in the sun.
1: If it's a deserted island and you're like stranded there, the three four people do you want there the most, the people who know how to survive, so that you, you make survive. sure you make that you could survive. I mean. Yeah. it's And you'd want somebody you know, so at that point, you just know, take me and two to of the top survival people, like Bear Grylls, and somebody
0: else. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Definitely got to have Bear girls in there. Maybe Gordon Ramsay, so we can cook everything and make it edible. Yeah. Of course, he'll be yelling it out all over. Okay. If you could choose any name besides the one you own, so I guess the one I own, what name would you give me?
1: I give you, or what name would you give yourself if you wanted a different name?
0: Well, it says, would, if you could choose any name besides your own, what name would you give yourself?
1: Yeah, so what name would you give yourself? If you're asking me what I would think you would give yourself. Yes. I know there's some names you've said that you really like, and I can't
0: remember them all. Um,
1: so, I thought your daughter's middle name, I thought it was always the liked, you like, Taylor but, Taylor, but other than that, I don't remember the others, so.
0: My other daughter's middle name, Nicole. I actually never thought about it. We'll call you Raul <laughs> instead of Wade. That's what you were calling me.
1: What I want
0: to be called? That's uh, the question. Jose? No, <laughs> wait. Okay. Give yourself Wait. What makes you feel most loved?
1: When you get stuff done for you. So.
0: Yep. We did that. Um, the five. I can't even remember what it's called. Love language. Your love language. And you're right, Mike. And yours is quality time. So, by spending time with you, doesn't mean my presence in your vicinity and we're both do- doing something different. It's no electronics, focusing if we're watching a movie or if we're playing a game or even if we're just talking. I don't get distracted on my phone or whatever. And
1: I'm focusing
0: exactly that's what makes you feel okay and that's our little podcast i don't know how many minutes we've got on here but i think we've got enough we did pretty good you can find our podcast on spice it up podcast on instagram spice it up podcast on facebook and if you'd like to send us in some relationship advice or any kind of stories some relationship stories that you have Maybe some relationship confessions. You can email us at spiceituppodcast at gmail dot com. So until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Do I need to scrap this? Or
1: a hard time let
0: talk to me <laughs>
1: uh but then you put it out there so everybody else gets to hear that's my problem See, don't, worry.
0: don't worry i don't have an audience of you know thousands uh, or even hundreds uh... i might be in the double digits but not very far <laughs> yeah